Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and a very good Monday to you. It is, uh, what, Juneteenth, right? It's Juneteenth today, so a lot of people have the day off. It is now official holiday. Joe Biden made this day a day off, an official holiday. When he entered office, he didn't realize, of course, he could have waited until election year to do that sort of pandering. But he went ahead and uh, did the whole deal and, uh, and of course, celebrated all over the country. And my wife's off work today. She's uh, running around and doing stuff to honor the uh, the Juneteenth, whatever, anyway. And she's she went to the hardware store. So that's how she's commemorating it today. Uh, of course, there were a lot of other things over the weekend. Father's Day yesterday. Did you have a nice Father's Day? I had a very nice Father's Day. Yesterday, my daughter uh, brought me in breakfast in bed. I got up at like 6 in the morning. Then I went back to bed because I've been really sick and uh, had a really cold or whatever the heck it was. And uh, she brought me pancakes in bed, and she remembered of the peanut butter. Thank you very much. Got to have peanut butter with the pancakes and the syrup. No jelly, peanut butter, pancakes, syrup. Kaboom. Just had a really nice time with the uh, with the family. Of course, uh, Pride Night at the Dodgers was uh, Saturday night. It attracted about a dozen people. It did a complete backfire because uh, the radical LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ community has wrecked Pride Night for gay people. They've completely ruined it. They derailed it. They, they overreached. And, uh, and they ended up looking like complete buffoons. And then the Dodgers... In, in the city, and I made this point this week, and think about this. So uh, what is uh, Los Angeles? What is Los Angeles? What does that mean? It means city of angels. If I'm not mistaken, uh, L.A. was founded by uh, either Benedictine or Catholic or kind of in the middle there, of monks, monks that uh, worship uh, God and, and his son, Jesus Christ. And uh, so they called it the city of angels. And then, by the way, a good share of the people in, uh, in Los Angeles are Hispanic, and they just also happen to be Catholic. And so the Dodgers decide to bed down with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which is a bunch of grown adult men who get together. Grown adult men, seriously, get together and dress up like nuns or even the Virgin Mary sporting their beards and everything and do public events where they do stuff like uh, hanging Jesus Christ or someone who's supposed to look like Jesus on the cross and then a male stripper in a G-string dances all over him trying to entice the, the dying uh, Christ on the cross. There you go. That's a good idea there, Dodger. That is a, my God, could you, honestly, remember when they used to just do bobblehead night? 
Uh, if they wanted to get people in the crowd to get bobblehead night or maybe the hot dog night, I don't know if you'd want to do the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgent Nights and the hot dog night on the same night. Not so sure that'd be a good idea. But they could do Bud Light specials, I guess. Uh, anyway, so that's the sort of idiocy that uh, is going on in America, in woke America, uh, doing their level best to uh, to uh, patronize uh, specific groups around the country. And uh, this was the most latest example. And then, uh, by the way, they were uh, the Dodgers were beaten summarily by the San Francisco Giants, uh, fifteen to nothing. 15 to nothing, which, by the way, matched an 1898 record for the team's worst home game shutout loss. Uh, the Dodgers were based in Brooklyn then and were beaten 15 to nothing by Pittsburgh. It makes you kind of wonder if the Dodgers players were like, you know what, let's just rub their noses in it. If they're going to subject us to us, this, uh, to us, the athletes, and uh, you know, try to make us wear Pride Night jerseys and then invite the sisters or perpetual indulgence, this uh, demonic group, to the stadium to give them a community service award, and then you've got to perform in front of literally maybe 100 people in the stands, maybe they just said, you know, we're not going to try so hard. I don't know. I, it could be me. It could be me. Meanwhile, Joe Biden got together with John Fetterman this weekend, and uh, and they could barely string together a complete sentence. Uh, Joe Biden had his first campaign appearance in front of little, literally dozens of people at a union shop. John Fetterman met Joe Biden in Philadelphia because apparently a bridge overpass collapsing in Philadelphia is enough to get federal attention, but an entire town being poisoned about 200 miles to the west called East Palestine, Pennsylvania, wasn't enough, wasn't interesting interesting enough for Joe Biden to go visit. But they went to the bridge thing, and I, got a, I swear to God, it was, like a, one of those, a, it was like a movie convention of uh, TV and movie characters who couldn't talk. It was like Tonto and Nell, that uh, Jodie Foster movie, and Nell. Uh, let's see, you had Rain Man over here. You have uh, uh, whatever, um, uh, from Tropic Thunder, Tarzan, Tonto, you know, nothing against them. They're just TV characters. And then, and now you got Joe Biden and, and uh, John Fetterman. Here's what Joe Biden had to say. This is Joe Biden this weekend talking, and he said at the end of his speech, he said, God save the queen, man. Nobody knows why. And uh, it's the least consequential part of this whole meeting for you, I promise. All right. God save the queen, man. He, he literally, as he's leaving the stage, he said, God save the queen, man. Uh, out of nowhere. Out of, out of nowhere, he said, God save... Hold on one second. Let me find it. Here it is. The whole yeah. meeting for you. I promise. All right. God save the queen, man. Uh, out of nowhere, he says, uh, God save the queen. And uh, the mainstream media still believes that Joe Biden is a serious candidate for presidency in the uh, in the 2024 campaign. Uh, Joe Biden also said what some people are saying is the the dumbest uh, most ignorant uh, comment about guns ever. He gave a speech on Friday at the National Safety Community Summit in West Hartford, Connecticut, where he bragged about legislation he supported that severely limits access to pistol braces. Now, pistol braces are, the, I don't have one, pistol braces allow people who maybe are infirmed, maybe don't have a lot of strength in the upper arms or whatever, maybe elderly people like my mom, she had a pistol brace uh, when she was 91 when she died, and uh well, people will buy these a lot of times so they can have a firearm, and uh, and uh, a pistol brace is commonly associated with an AR-15 style pistol. Not the case. Not the case. But Joe Biden 
instead of mentioning that the pistol brace provides a modicum of stabilization when firing a weapon, he actually said it could increase the caliber of the, of the weapon. Now, I don't, again, I don't know a lot about pistol braces. I know between 10 and 40 million people in this country have them. And I know that the federal government wants to make them illegal so they can go after you and me as law-abiding gun owners on the pistol brace thing rather than going after uh, in a Stasi-esque type raid to steal your guns. They're going to try and do it this way. All right. That's that's just the way it is. That's what they're trying to do. And here is uh, Joe Biden saying one of the uh, the dumbest couple of the dumbest things you could ever imagine. Here he is talking about pistol braces increasing the caliber of a weapon. Made it harder for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace. It turns into a gun. Makes it more. You can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. This is someone who is uh, steering uh, a, a national narrative to try to get rid of the Second Amendment of the United States. Let's listen to it again real quick. Made it harder for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace, it turns into a gun. Makes Put a pistol on a brace and it turns into a gun and it increases the pistol caliber. And you know what? To Democrats, that's perfectly fine. They're like, yeah, yeah, there's a pistol on a brace and the caliber and the bad and this. And take their guns. That's perfect. And then here Joe Biden is talking about uh, uh, something that I guess happens a lot, which no, it actually doesn't. People actually selling uh, uh, guns out of the back of a truck. Who needs to register as a federal licensed gun dealer? Because a federally licensed gun dealer is required by law to run background checks on those he's selling a weapon to. They want to go after gun dealers, by the way. That's what they're trying to do. Right now, this is the, the thing that they're going to do before the election. They really want to go after that, first, uh, that Second Amendment thing. They really, really, really want to go after that Second Amendment thing because right now the Second Amendment is really the only thing that stands between you and me and, uh, and the end of our republic. And, and I'm absolutely serious about it. And in most cities down in Philadelphia and New York, areas I know well, like up here, you'd see a truck pull up. Pull to the curb and selling weapons. Yeah, where has that happened? Name one place that you're so familiar with people just, you know, you see those on the, uh, you know, there's a, uh, an old uh, parking lot for uh, out, of, uh, out of business Kmart, and there's somebody there selling seafood out of the back of the truck. You ever seen that? Whoever stopped and went, you know what, I think I'm going to buy some of their seafood out of that back of that truck in the abandoned Kmart uh, parking lot. But apparently that's what uh, Joe Biden is trying to channel here. Selling guns, selling AR-15, selling weapons. Well, guess what? You do that now, you go to jail. Oh, okay. Well, you, you couldn't ever do that, and it never happens. They don't, they don't do that. But, you know, you keep believing that. This on the heels of Joe Biden last week saying that he was planning on building a, uh, a railroad across the Indian Ocean, which is about... About 4,000 miles across uh, with a depth approaching 11,000 feet in different areas. Well, we're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. There you go. That is your uh, president of the United States. And they, they don't want to give you an alternative, by the way, uh, you Democrats. They don't want uh, John. Or they don't want the president to debate uh, RFK Jr. None of that. They want you to be stuck with this guy. 
I'm going to still go ahead and say that I don't think he's going to make it through the campaign, and he certainly will not make it into the presidency uh, because of uh, criminality or because his brain is gone, by hook or by crook, by hook or by crook. But things got a lot worse. This is uh, John Fetterman over the weekend introducing uh, Joe Biden at an event in Pennsylvania after a bridge collapse. I want you to listen to this, and I want you to think about, like, if Tarzan were having a conversation with the Rain Man. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation to make the delegation you need the delegation if you're going to talk sure that we get this fixed quick fast as well too this is a president that is committed to infrastructure infrastructure he is he's committed to and that's why you have the delegation here yeah and then on top of that uh, the the jewel uh kind of a uh, uh, law of the infraction, the infraction, fraction, friction, and the delegation. This is the guy who's your senator, Pennsylvania. Way to go, guys. Way to go, Democrat Party. A bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. Wow. I mean, honestly, dear God, if you still are standing there going, yeah, I mean, you need to read the emperor's new clothes again and again and again and again. But even worse, here's John Fetterman in committee talking about I-95 and the bridge that collapsed in Philadelphia. It even gets worse. Uh, no, I, I, I uh, would, would, would just um, uh, I'd, uh, really God. like to, you know, the 95... 95, 95, you know, um, you know. I, I'm sorry. What was that again? Uh, Senator, Senator of the United States of America. What was that? Senator. I uh, would, would, would just um, really like to, you know, the 95, 95, 95, you know, um, you know, Obviously, that you know, you're pretty much preoccupied with with 95, and I know I certainly am too. And we know it's a major. Uh, the, and the and the delegation going up there for the infrastructure. Adery, not, not just for for Pennsylvania, but for the east the east coast. And a lot of Pennsylvanians are worried that the delays and repairs bring to its standstill deal. You know, and then, of course, there he is introducing uh, Brendan Boyle. Brendan Boyle is another Democrat at the event in Philadelphia with Joe Biden. Here he is introducing Brendan Boyle. It's a pleasure to be here and to introduce my, my friend, Congressman Boyle Bile. Boyle Bile. There he is. Boyle Bile, not Brendan Boyle. It's Boyle Bile. It's a pleasure to be here and to introduce my my friend, Congressman Boyle Bile. Yeah, and this is why every day on this show, I swear to you, uh, I am going to exist only to make fun of these fools, to shred them publicly, to point out their buffoonery. And, and honestly, as far as a serious debate on the issues, you can't have it with people who support people like this. That's all I got to say. Uh, here's the number if you want to chime in today. We have a lot of stuff to get to. It's 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. We the people are mad as hell. It's The Rob Carson Show. I, I uh, would, would just um, really like to, you know, the 95... 95, 95, you know, 
Um, yeah, there you go. That is uh, people leading our country. Leading our country. That is John Fetterman. And uh, it's the least consequential part of this whole meeting for you. I promise. All right. God save the queen, man. And the, and the president says, God save the queen. There you go. So those are the people that are leading our country. And we've got a senator, literally, who can't go to the bathroom by herself. Her name is Diane Feinstein. She, she doesn't even know she's there. She thought she's been there for like the last three months, but she's been in the hospital. She, she's completely infirm. That's how bad and stupid and ridiculous Washington, D.C. has gotten. And they deserve nothing but our absolute consternation, nothing but our... Our, uh, our um, ridicule. We have to, first of all, say no and then ridicule them. Then I believe this is another speaker they had at uh, the, uh, the speech with this weekend with Joe Biden in Philadelphia. Here's a little bit of the next speaker. Can they say to Wendell, there ain't no way that nobody's going to leave this town. Yeah, there we go. Hell, I was born here. Okay. And huh? I was raised here. Got it. And that coming, I'm going to die here. That's right. And no sideways and bushwhacking, yep. horn swoggling, yeah, crocker crocker is going to roll away. Biscuit cutter. There you go. There you go. And that was the end of the rally there. And Joe Biden's approval rating is still at 39%. Other than that, things, <laughs> things are. This is, you know, honestly, there's a point where you, you just, you, you uh, uh, what's the expression? You know, you, you take these things. You wouldn't be these people wouldn't be serious if things weren't so serious. All the nonsense is. Well, these are the people that are running the country, and and this is the weekend. And nobody in the media is calling out Joe Biden because he said God save the queen. And nobody called out John Fetterman because he mumbled and bumbled. And he's a senator. These people should be in nursing homes. I'm, I'm sorry, they should be in assisted living communities. John Fetterman should be in a, an assisted living community until he can get his brain fixed. And that's going to be a long road because anybody who's had a stroke knows it's kind of a big deal. You just don't go back to work. Uh, meanwhile, literally, Joe Biden and Dianne Feinstein are dying. That's it. You know, sooner or later, you've got to address, is this, is this a fear of mentality or is it just, it's just political blindness? Because you're seeing uh, uh, Dianne Feinstein in the last stages of her life and, and very close behind Joe Biden. And we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden's going to run for president and he's going to be the president for four years. You keep telling yourself that, sunshine. Let's go to Victor in Silver Spring starting off the day on this Monday. Hello, Victor. What's on your mind today? Well, I was listening to your latest affiliate, WGMD, on, uh, in Delaware, and I was yes. listening to the guy who's on from uh, 9 to noon, and his big topic was uh, there was a raid on a gun store in Montana uh, by the IRS and yes. ATF. They didn't go after the guns that were in the store. All they wanted was the information of his customers so they can go hassle each individual. So that's another way how they're going to uh, grab your guns. Yeah, now listen, I, I read about this and I was waiting on the story till I get more. Montana, Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen spoke to uh, Breitbart Saturday, said that IRS agents rolled into a Great Falls Highwood Creek Outfitters on Wednesday, seized dozens of boxes of ATF form 4473s, the background check form containing information on gun purchasers. So yeah, this is, this is what they're going to do. I have a funny feeling that the federal government is going to make a move on the, on the Second Amendment. It's just a vibe that I'm getting, Victor. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking the same way, and I'm hoping uh, that enough people will wake up and stop this. But unfortunately, 
you know the people who always listen to MSNBC and CNN, they'll never wake up on the, the rest of us are going to have to really buckle down and start uh, educating these people like I'm doing with my neighbors by sitting out here and blasting you on my radio. <laughs> All right, Victor, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Um, I didn't say anything about that today. I'm waiting for developments on that. But clearly, that is the next step. They went after the First Amendment during COVID, taking all your freedoms. And now they're going to, without school shootings, go after your guns. And they're going to use any excuse possible and information that you have one. Be aware. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Are you at war with your skin? Occasionally, I am agonizing, unbearable itch, uncontrollable scratching, affecting all aspects of your life, even worse if it's your baby. There's no peace or sleep for anybody in the family. Take control with 100% drug-free, doctor-developed topical Exabate. It's more than itch-free skin. It's your life. Enjoy outdoor family activities or simply a shower without the sting of 1,000 needles. Become comfortable with intimacy again. No matter where the itch or why, with Exabate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch, or your money back. Call 800-854-1262. That's 800-854-1262. The swamp feasts while we're expected to dine on the crumbs. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. Time to send those crumb suckers home. It's the Rob Carson Show. Made it harder for people to buy stabilized briefings. Braces. Put a pistol on a brace, it turns into a gun. Makes it more, you can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet. That's right, that's right. You put a brace on a, on a weapon, it becomes a gun, and then, the, and then the bullet becomes more high caliber, which is all incredibly stupid from a man who has no brain. I'm afraid that poor Joe Biden, his faculties are sliding. Yes, it's a sad refrain. Doesn't mean he's less dangerous. On the edge, watch him teeter. He would be a better leader if he only had a brain. That non-existent hand he's shaking And all the gaffes Joe's making His supporters can't explain When he speaks, it's a gamble I bet he wouldn't ramble If he only had a brain Oh, I can't tell you why Joe Biden somehow got elected Just hope November 8th He and his kind will be rejected Joe Biden, he's so dense He doesn't have the sense to come in from the rain He's worse than Jimmy Carter, but I bet he'd be much smarter if he only had a brain. You know, it used to be that uh, Democrats would only wait for uh, nightclub or school shootings to raise hell and uh, start talking about taking your uh, right to uh, self-defense away from you. But now they're just doing it, which makes, uh, without without a shooting incident, which makes me... Uh, know that they are terrified of several things. Uh, one, uh, first of all, you. Uh, second of all, Donald Trump. Third of all, the First Amendment. Fourth of all, the Second Amendment. 
I had mentioned that uh, Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen spoke to Breitbart. IRS agents rolled into a Great Falls Highwood Creek Outfitters Wednesday last week, seized dozens of boxes of ATF Form 4473s, the background check form containing information on gun purchasers. The owner said, I came in, they pulled in behind me with 20 armed agents. He said by by the time all was said and done, the agents left him uh, with about 30 minutes of time to do business, so he virtually lost an entire day. The ATF Form 4473 has a gun purchaser's name, address, birth date, state, city of birth, gender, social security number, serial number of the guns purchased in the store. The information is perfectly suited for use in a registry, a registration database, which is what they'd like to do so they can take it. And they won't do it wholesale in one day. They'll do one gun shop at a time and one home at a time, and it'll be like it never even happened. They took dozens of these boxes, more than a decade's worth, uh, because it, it seemingly exceeds the search warrant, which limited the scope of the search of the financial records. But they went ahead and got them anyway. They did this with Mar-a-Lago. They went in with a, a specious warrant and just grabbed whatever they could so they could find a crime, you see, just like Stalin did. These aren't financial records. They're records of lawful firearm purchases. What does the IRS need with Form 4473s? The owner said there's a clear and disturbing pattern developing of the Biden administration, sending federal agents to harass American gun owners, shops, and manufacturers. I don't doubt this. The First and Second Amendment and Donald Trump is what's holding, it's what's holding us back from the Democrat dream of a Maoist communist takeover of the country, and they're damn close to it now. But it doesn't mean they, they got it yet. We've got a lot of fighting to do. And a lot of these things are face-planting. But you have to be diligent. You have to realize that they bring up these things out of nowhere. Like, wait, was there a school shooting? No. Was there a whatever shooting? Well, why is Joe Biden talking about taking away pistol braces uh, and, and uh, making uh, the guns of 10 to 40 million people in America illegal? It's because it's part of their plan. That's the next thing. That's the only thing. The First and Second Amendment are the only things that they have never confronted when they take over a country, when Marxists or communists take over a country. They've never succeeded in a, in a country that's had the First and Second Amendment because they've never gone up against a country that had a First and Second Amendment. Consequently, it's the only thing that's keeping us from becoming one of those failed socialist states. They're doing their best. They really are. They really are. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, she's got a lot of hubris. She goes and she stands in front of a podium, I should say behind a, a podium, and she answers or doesn't answer questions. When she does answer questions from the press, they're usually either uh, uh, completely empty of uh, content altogether. They're either some sort of a misleading uh, statement or she just doesn't answer at all. But here she is this weekend. She says that she is a historic person. All right. Now, now, uh, when was the last time that you heard, like, I don't know, uh, somebody who legitimately was historic saying that they're historic? You know, did, did uh, Martin Luther King Jr., did he stand in front of a speech? Did he say, yep, I just want you to know I'm historic? Did that ever happen? But but Corinne Jean-Bierre, as the White House press secretary, says that she is historic. A year in this role, there's been a couple of things that I that has made me incredibly proud. Many things, many things that made me incredibly proud to be at that podium uh, during this historic moment. Again, this is a historic administration. I'm a historic figure, and I. He's a, she's a historic uh, figure. 
They, go ahead and what's her name? You already forgot, didn't you? Certainly walk in history every day, but this is also a historic making administration because of this president. Yeah, uh, and historic can be bad. Uh, Joe Biden right now is historically the worst president we've had in uh, in our lifetimes. So that's historic. All right. Uh, we have, for instance, another historic thing, the highest um, inflation in 40 years. That's historic. We have some of the most historic uh, assaults on the First and Second Amendments the country has ever been through. That's historic. It's not just because you have a black lesbian standing behind a podium at a press briefing. That's nothing. Nobody will remember that. <laughs> Nobody will remember that. Oh, and here she is. Listen to this. Here she is uh, lying about the LGBT community because she is a member of the LGBT community. And uh, she says that uh, there's just a whole lot of hate in America. There's a lot of things that are happening in this country. A lot of things. It is unprecedented. It is scary. We're in Pride Month where the LGBTQ plus community is literally under attack. No, not at all. Not not one little bit. Literally. No, no. See, the LGBT community is attacking uh, normalcy, uh, the family, uh, faith, uh, children, the radical. I'm not talking about gay people. I'm talking about radical LGBT they want to sell binding swimwear for little boys and binding swimwear tops for little girls, all right? So uh, the attacks have been coming from the LGBT community, all right? Uh, Pride Month has done a face plant because the radical LGBTQ community has ruined everything for you. So literally on the 1st of June, none of us said, wow, it's, it's Pride Month because the previous month we were subjected to more nonsense, with uh, Bud Light, among other things, being rubbed in our faces and all that, and Target and all of that. So, yeah, the attacks have come from the other side. I said this over the weekend. You know what? The, 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 uh, right now we have a, uh, a revolution, a Marxist revolution in the country. It has been made to, kids are being taught to hate America in school. That's been going on for decades. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, white supremacy is growing. And so we have to say to white kids that you're racist and to black kids you can't succeed because uh, the United States is racist. Then they launch the uh, LGBTQ uh, radical campaign and, uh, and they say that the, there are uh, hate crimes against transgenders and that there's a transgender genocide happening in America. None of that's happening. Otherwise, you'd read stories about transgender people being murdered every day in the paper. And you're never reading anything about that there are no there's no gigantic increase in the number of transgender hate crimes you know what the increase is asian and jewish those are the people who are getting attacked in america's inner cities and we know where those attacks are coming from so white supremacy ain't it right uh so that's what they do they start a fight with otherwise tolerant people and then when the tolerant people go well what you're saying is ridiculous then you're immediately called an ist uh you have an ism or you're some sort of a phobe. That's just the way it is. That's how they shut you down. That's how they do it. <sighs> Polling is kind of inter interesting. Uh, after Joe Biden over the weekend saying God save the queen when he left the stage, nobody could figure out why. 71% of Americans, half of Democrats say Biden, 80, is too old to be president. And most voters say they are worse off since he took power. Now, here's the problem. It's not age. It's his brain doesn't work. 
All right, Morgan Freeman. Uh, nobody says Morgan Freeman is too old to act. All right, uh, it's just that uh, some people d- their brains aren't working. Joe Biden. This isn't because of his age. It's because his brain isn't working. They're trying to say this, and Nikki Haley, she's real sly. She says that there need to be competency tests, competency tests for candidates over seventy-five. She's going after Trump because uh, Trump just turned seventy-seven. He just took a cognitive test. Finally, you're in his presidency. And he went through with flying colors. So this isn't about age. The media is going to say it's about age. It's not about age. It's about cognition. And everybody knows that Joe Biden's brain is not working. It's not working. Uh, let's go to Paul in Catonsville, Maryland. Paul, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Top of the morning to you, Rob. Uh, yes, sir. A couple of points. One, I heard on WCBM this morning, IRS agent went to a home and didn't get the, the, the details, what state, go, identifies himself as an IRS agent but uses a different name. Uh, yes. The, the, the residents are suspicious, call the cops. This guy starts to badmouth the cop and do, do and say whatever else. But it's like, my God, what is happening? The other yeah. thing is I was in an airport uh, over the weekend, and I'm standing there listening to Mayorkas talk about how the uh, Department of Homeland Security is, is really working hard to protect us. This thing is on a continuous loop. It's like over and over and over again, he's playing it. And I asked this CSA guy, I said, uh, you know that they're trying to impeach uh, your boss who's a crook? Uh, so don't tell me about you guys trying to protect us. Do your yeah. jobs and really try to protect us. Yeah, and did you get a response? Oh, well, he's a politician. I said, he's a hack. <laughs> well, he can, he can only do so much. I said, he could resign. Yeah, God yeah. Has no gut or heart or, uh, or uh, maybe. Yeah, he's a worthless. He he's he is a, he's he's worse than that. He is a uh, he is a treasonous individual who's allowed the wholesale invasion of our country by illegal uh, immigrants. It is it is an invasion. He is a treasonous individual. I don't care if he's following orders. That's what he's done. He has uh, he has uh, trashed a sovereign promise to the American people to provide a sovereign and safe border uh, that they can reside within, and he is doing his level best to overthrow that. So I, as far as I'm concerned, he's uh, he's treasonous, and he needs to go to jail. Paul, I appreciate the phone call. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on today, guys. I want to move into uh, a little bit more polling here. And then Robert Kennedy Jr. I told you guys months ago, I said he's the only Democrat I would be concerned about. And and uh, I say that with respect to Robert Kennedy Jr. I have more respect for Robert Kennedy Jr. running in the race for presidency than I do for Mike Pence, by far. I believe that that Robert Kennedy Jr. is more honorable than almost anyone in Washington, D.C. I've got some audio coming up from Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, and, and why I feel like Democrats, they're going to do anything to shut this guy up because he's really he really gets it as far as what the American people need. So does Donald Trump. So does Donald Trump. They differ on some major policy issues, the green energy nonsense that uh, Kennedy is down with. That's, that's foolhardy and, uh, and nonsensical. But a lot of the things that you're saying and a lot of the things that Donald Trump are saying mirror where the country wants to go, where the lion's share of the people in the country want to go. And that's why both of them 
our public enemies one and two. That coming up. Your phone calls are welcome here, guys. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's The Rob Carson Show. So the Dodgers hosted an empty stadium for the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence on uh, Pride Night. Thousands of Catholics gathered peacefully outside the stadium because uh, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are not anything to do with religion. They're just a filthy group of, uh, of men who are sexual deviants, uh, Satanists, essentially. And for some reason, the Dodgers decided to uh, completely forget that they play uh, baseball in the City of Angels uh, in, a, in a place where uh, a good share of the Hispanic community are Catholics. So, made a lot of sense. Made a lot of sense. Not really, actually. Let me hear you now, everybody. This is Jim Gassett. Take me back from the ball game. Take me back, it's so lame. Pushing transgender and other crap to baseball fans. It's a real slap, so it's boo, boo, boo for the home team. The other team is the same. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the woke ball game. Lost 15 to nothing. Take me out for a real beer. I don't want a Bud Light. No, thank you. Like Target, their sales have gone in the tank. Guys dressed as women, they have to thank. And now they're ruining baseball. What they've done is a shame. And you won't see me back again at the woke ball game. Holy cow. There you go. <laughs> that is new from Jim Gossett. Uh, I don't see how I don't I don't see how the Dodgers recover from this. Uh, it's going to be a long time coming. There's going to have to be a lot of things happening. Because what they did was just really, I mean, of all the groups that they could honor, why did they choose this? It's just a really bad judgment call. I mean, a really, really, really bad judgment call. And fortunately, we are winning on this front. The American people are saying, we're done with this nonsense. Who said no to Bud Light. Target's lost $16 billion. And now the Dodgers plays to a crowd of zero people. This on the heels of other Pride Nights last week. That people will not associate with them anymore. They would have gone if it was just Pride Night. They would have gone if it was no big deal. But instead, the LGBT community decided to come in and say, you have to accept everything. You have to accept children being transgender, beginning transgenderism in in elementary school. And, and you have to agree with the, the you know, surgeons who want to chemically castrate little boys to become little girls, prevent puberty in children, and ultimately end up with adults who have been mutilated beyond their wildest dreams, realizing they can't have children. But that's what the Dodgers decided they want to bed down with. And we would have had no problem. We were just pride night, but they decided to force all of this other crap, and the American people have had enough of it. Just had enough. We're not an intolerant people. 
If you look at our history, we, we've always been proud. When I grew up, I grew up in the 70s and the 80s, and we didn't think about color. I watched Sesame Street. I watched Electric Company. I watched Sanford and Son and the Jeffersons and, and uh, All in the Family in different strokes. We didn't care that the dad had two black boys that he adopted. It wasn't any sort of virtue signal on his part. He wasn't trying to oppose with them. It was just a family. They were just a family. The, the Huxtables were a family to me. I didn't care that they were a black family. They were a family to me. I grew up listening to R&B and soul music like nobody's business. I listened to the Commodores and the Gap Band and all of that. Didn't care. Michael Jackson, half of my class when I was a senior in high school, were white kids. They dressed like Michael Jackson. And now all of a sudden in 20-whatever, we decide that America is racist. I say bullcrap. And you know what? We're also not transphobic and we're not homophobic either. But they picked these fights, and they decided they would use this time in history to force an agenda to our throats, and the American people are saying no. No to ballparks, no to targets, and no to Bud Light. Congratulations. You destroyed Pride Month. Good job. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. You're on the go and need news now. No paywalls, no cable subscriptions. Just download the Newsmax app from your smartphone store. It's free. And watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere. 